Immigration's always been an issue that inflames passions. We're going to hopefully get a lot of people coming in, and they're all going to come in legally. Hello, and welcome to All Roads Lead Here, a project documenting immigration stories, immigration activism, immigration resources, and immigration law. I'm your host, Daniel Roque, and I'm here joined by my guest, Judith Mejia. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Danny, for having me. Thank you, Judith, for coming on. More than happy to share my story, my immigration story with you and your listeners. So, Judith, uh, how old are you and where are you from? I am uh, 56 years old and I am from the Dominican Republic. I was born in the capital of Santo Domingo. Oh, really? And what year were you born exactly? It's 1964. I am a baby boomer. A baby. <laughs> Last year of baby boomer generation. Now, was, uh, was growing up in Santo Domingo similar to what I imagine that time would be like in the U.S., or was it very different? It was a very different, very different time. Um, I grew up in a family of four uh, children, um, an intact family. My mom and my dad are still married. I grew up in, I would say, middle class, working class, a neighborhood of Santo Domingo, and uh, with a lot of opportunities. My father it was actually the first um, per, per, person in his family to graduate college, and he valued education a lot. So I grew up in a very nice um, home with very very protective household and as i said my father valued education so did my mom and i was always focused on school family gatherings i was uh, i had the opportunity to grow up close to my grandparents cousins big family as uh, many hispanic families are and um so i attended a catholic school I grew up in a Catholic family. I graduated in 1982 and I went straight to college. There was no question about it. You know, there's no time to take time off uh, or think of what you want to do. Because when I graduated high school, I knew that I wanted to go for School of Humanities. I graduated with a BA in uh, clinical psychology and worked at the same university that I graduated from and came to the United States in 1990, in 1989, two years after I graduated college, to try to pursue my master's degree. I had family here in New Jersey, where I currently live, and it was a very easy transition for me to come here to New Jersey and live with family and had the support and help that I needed. So you talk a lot about uh, the cultural like uh, differences that um, uh, you, you experienced in Dominican Republic. Schooling was really important to your family. Do you, uh, do you have any memories of, that are really dear to you of your parents back when you were growing up or of your friends or anything else that might have made uh, an effect on you like 
the one you mentioned earlier? Most definitely. Uh, the people, the people, I mean, it's an, it's an island, right? The Dominican Republic is an island. It's a small country. And the people who went to school with you, you will find everywhere you went. If you went to church on Sundays, that, those were the people you were going to meet. Or if you went for pizza on a weekend, that's, those are the people you're going to find at the same restaurants. And um, people know each other. Families know each other. You will mention the last name and people, oh, you're the son of such and such. I know your parents. I know your grandparents. Um, now it's different because a lot of people had immigrated from the countryside and people, and there's a lot of immigration in the, in the R. So it's hard to keep track, but back in the 1960s, 1970s and eighties, that it, the way it was. So the same people you went to school, you were probably, uh, elementary or middle school or high school. You will meet at the same universities. They were not too many. And you keep, um, you keep your you keep your friends and you kept in contact with them. Up to this day, I know and I keep in touch with some of my friends from elementary school and high school and college. And they, you know, they live in the same place, parents know each other. Um, so you could establish long-time friendship. It sounds like it was really tight knit. Different from here, where there's a lot of mobility and families, and you feel those contact with your family, with your friends, or families that you meet, uh, who you meet. Um, so there's, it's not as easy to keep in touch as is there in in the R. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous because it seems that uh, nowadays, <laughs> especially, you make friends and it's like, oh, well, I guess I'll never see you again. Whereas over <laughs> exactly. there, it seems like you guys have friends for life. It's like much better. Exactly. So considering. Yeah, we use social media. We have Facebook and we have Instagram. So you still keep in touch with all friends of over, I would say, over 35 years. Wow. So considering all of that, why would you want to leave? Like what, what really drove you to come to the U.S.? I did not want to leave my country. I actually came here to explore the possibilities of going for my master's degree in psychology. And I found out that it was not as easy as I thought because it cost money. money so it was money. that easy for me to enter college. I mean, to pursue my master's uh, degree right away. So I decided to go back and ended up getting married here in the U.S. My boyfriend at the time followed me here. So we stay here. Fortunate, he was a citizen, an American citizen, and it was very easy for me to legalize my status. I only had a, um, a tourist visa. So I came, I've been traveling to the U.S. since I was probably eight or nine years old, but never considered leaving here because my whole family stayed in the yard. So I married my boyfriend at the time, who was an American citizen, and within six months, I had legal resident, legal residency, legal status in the U.S. So I started working. I had children here and we, I've been here in this country for actually this month. It's been 31 years since I moved to the U.S. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So the process, since uh, your husband or boyfriend at the time was already a U.S. citizen, did you have to take an exam or did you have to do anything extra? No, he had be he was an American citizen. 
he got his risk, uh, his legal status through a petition that his older oldest brother made. So his whole family had legal residency in the U.S. His mom or his siblings. So when I got married, as I said, it was a very easy process because I was um, I got residency and two years within the marriage. After marrying my husband, I was able to become an American citizen. I did have to take a test. I had to submit all the paperwork, necessary paperwork to become a citizen. And I went to the immigration office in Newark, New Jersey. And they asked me a lot of questions related to government and um, my life here. They just, I think, wanted to know if I knew the basic history of the U.S. and also to test my English level. Mm. And how old were you when you came? Uh, it's that was in nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety one, I believe. Oh, nice. it's, been- <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit. Yes. And what was like your first or most fundamental memory of being in this country? Like, what's something that you, an experience you've had in this country that you can never forget, or that really made you who you are? I have to go back a little bit to talk about my family. As I said, my fa- my father and my mom ba- value education. So they always, even though I didn't go to an, a, a bilingual school in the U.S., my father uh, made sure that we learned English. We I went to an academy to learn a- English. And when I came here, I had a very good level of English. Um, I understood the language. So that was an advantage for me to find employment. And um, to communicate and to, you know, find my ways around employment, uh, doctor's appointments, uh, no me- meeting people, different culture. So I had that a little bit. My English may not be perfect, but I can communicate and, and, and understand pretty well. So I had that. And I think that had made my transition much easier. That made it more, much easier than a lot of people who immigrate here not knowing the language. So what would be a, a memory of yours? A memory of mine. Of being uh, in this country that really shaped you. That shaped me. Um, knowing that it's a, life, it's a land of opportunity, that you, opportunities, that you can uh, have a better life here that you can succeed if you're a hard worker and dedicated person. That's fair. And when you came here, did you have certain goals of things that you wanted to accomplish? As I said, going to school, which I couldn't do as I planned. Yeah. I got married and had to postpone and started a family. So school, as you know, it's expensive and, requires a lot of time and effort and I couldn't commit to that so I had to wait a long time to go back to school I actually went to school in 2012 <laughs> that was more than 20 years after I came to this country with that purpose of going to school to pursue my master's in psychology would you say that uh, the United States has become more of a home for you than Dominican Republic or would you say it's equal or is there still a special place in your heart for the Dominican Republic? I become become my home. Uh, my two daughters were born here. I be, I have lived in the United States 
much longer than I had lived in the Dominican Republic. Mm. Uh, I'm a, DR is in my heart. My whole family, extended family, it still live in the in DR. So I travel often to visit them, communicate with them every day. And my friends, close friends are there. But this is my home. U.S. is my home. Um, my, my daughters have grown up here. I have a lot of people relationship. I have worked in this country for so many years. And as I said, I have been here longer than I lived in the in DR. So I, the U.S. is close to my heart as well. Yeah, I, I certainly... Uh... I certainly understand that sentiment. Do you, Emma, do you feel that it's important to pass on the cultural values uh, maybe you learned in DR onto your, your daughters? Or do you think maybe some of the things that you learned weren't necessarily uh, good to pass on? Absolutely. I, I am very proud to say that my daughters know their, their culture, their background. Uh, they travel to DR often since they were little they have you know they know their family they know uh how things work there uh, they speak the language they're fully bilingual both of them and i, I it was a response i would i would say my responsibility to teach my daughters about their their roots and their culture and, and responsibility yes and their responsibilities and as they had assimilated very well to living in this country, to some differences and um, in culture and uh, the way of communication and the way we live and the food and everything. So they had adjusted and ac- uh, uh, had uh, accepted very well what I can bring and my husband can bring. He's also Dominican. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I have one final question for you, Judith. Yes. If you could give one piece of advice to someone about to immigrate or maybe someone who is new to this country, what would it be? Someone uh, who is new to this country. I would, my own, uh, only advice is to have very specific goals and expectations. You know, what, what, what brings you here? What is it that you want to accomplish when you come here to this country? It is true, it's a land of opportunities, but things are much more difficult for people who immigrate to this country since 9-11, unfortunately. Um, A lot of people don't have the same opportunities to apply for visas or to legalize their status. It's taking longer, uh, and they have to deal with a lot of difficult situations in their native countries. You know, it could be poverty, uh, I don't know, violence. So they they have more urgency to move here to the U.S., but it's not as easy as it used to be, um, unfortunately. But it's important for them. My, as I said, going back to what you asked, the advice will be to have specific goals and, and, and expectations and realistic expectations to what they're going to find here in this country, this land. Oh, well, thank you, Judith. Uh, with all that being said, I want to thank you for sharing your story. That's all the time I have. And to our audience, remember, we're all immigrants from somewhere. Thank you so much, Mr. Rocky, for having me. Thanks. Much love. Thanks. Bye.